0: Hmm.
1: Welcome back to another episode of The Trekway. <laughs> what are you doing, Gray? <laughs> I got to think of
2: something different every time.
1: <laughs> he, he cracks me up this boy. Um, no, uh, we are back today for a special, purely because, um, well, we're finished for now on the yeah, reviews. We got, uh, we
2: got seven weeks until... Uh, yeah. Was, that it that Was it that
1: long? Yeah, Phil. Yeah. It's yeah. not like them to do that, actually, because normally they have, um, they have actually them crossing over nicely in fact lord dex and prodigy crossed over and shared one week at the start and the end so yeah. um i'm surprised they've done it this way but you know there's a, there's a chance for a breather isn't there, great and a chance for us to do some of the specials do
2: you but, do you remember when they when they had breathers like this like this in the past what did they put up well it was like 12 years or something not Breaver was it no not no, no no, 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 no. <laughs> i'm saying rec- in recent like meaning the last two three four years whatever yeah. What did they use to stick in between to keep us running until the next season of the... Reruns, baby? No. What? Short treks. Don't you remember that? Oh them. Uh... Yeah. They did they did the short little five, ten, fifteen, twenty minute. Well, I'm glad whatever's. you said that, Gray. I'm gonna to add to my notes here because Now they ended because except for one or two, they pretty much all sucked. So you know. Right.
1: Uh, so what we thought we'd do today, we're doing one of our specials, which I kind of prefer them because they're, they're special, hence the name, uh, whereas our reviews are the yeah. bread and butter, which is important to us. Um, mm-hmm. Now, we, our idea today is to talk about the future, uh, a little bit of each of the ongoing uh, Star Trek uh, series at the moment, so we'll see where they're going to go. Uh, and The first one I'd like to start on is Star Trek Enterprise, because I think there's going to be a new season. I'm joking. I'm joking. I kinda yeah, I was, was kinda of hoping so because hey it, it ended <laughs> it ended well, great. It did end well. You just gave up far too soon, so
2: Yeah, I couldn't help it. It was getting me you nuts. Know, you miss out on all this stuff, man, because like I uh... watch, I watched almost the entire first season of Enterprise and was on. I just go, oh you missed I, this I, indie I can't, I can't do it anymore. man. Oh no. I know. I'll go back one day. Uh, hey, look, I'm I'm being good and going back on Discovery, and we'll get to that. I mm-hmm. don't want to say what I think till we get to that, but you know in fact but yeah maybe one day i'll get back to enterprise and watch the last year or something um well yeah well no the last few what was how many seasons Five. i mean they, they still they still give credit or or homages to the series because what was it in well, the uh, to used, right in discover they had the what the they built the new uh shipyard and named it after archer right it was the archer whatever shipyard oh uh, uh, yeah they were they were looking out the okay. window at the new s uh, uh, starfleet headquarters in discovery mm-hmm. season three and then they go and here's the new you know archer whatever you know whatever it was called <laughs> fleet yard archer fleet yard archer or something but it was it was basically building new ships and it was the archer whatever fleet yard yeah there's always lots. there's always notes in these shows um yeah. okay we're
1: going to start off with uh little facts Eh, no, we'll do it in the order we have it written down, just, yeah. So, first, Star Trek show we want to talk about the future, what we think will happen, what we want to happen, is Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2. Now, mm-hmm. if there's a cliffhanger at the end of the previous season or something noteworthy, we'll mention it, which there is for some of them, some of them there's not. Um, it wasn't a massive cliffhanger because it's kind of episodic. We missed that, so I was glad to have that back. But we did yep. have uh, we had number one taken away because she no, is it she was an augment or no she was part of a species that done genetic enhancements to yeah, themselves. Yeah. Is that right, Greg?
2: I, I think I think so. Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly. And that's the um, same thing, we,
1: isn't it? They don't like that. full stop if you if you must about messed about with the DNA they're not interested in starfleet or federation right. so
0: they don't
2: they don't want augments or whatever they call it like they did in uh, prodigy i, I think the, the timeline though because strange new worlds technically takes place before even kirk's time we're yeah. we're kind of getting introduced into these restrictions and or what the restrictions are about or new restrictions because remember they uh they moved their the prime directive wasn't originally around at the beginning of Pike's career in Starfleet. But during the season one, they called it something different. I can't remember the name right now, but they then they started saying, now we're coming up with, a we're going to do from this day forward, uh, a prime directive. And I remember it was funny because they, they went to Pike and Pike says, that'll never work. <laughs> or whatever. He makes a comment about it. So we saw the birth of the prime directive within the season one of Strange New Worlds. So... I'm wondering if that's going to be the loophole, if you want to call it that, uh, to how they're going to get around this problem with number one. They're probably going to more, or more, or better define, you know, the reasons behind why, why, or why not they would let somebody in. In, but part of the reason I think this is going to be interesting, and I hope it's well written, is aside from the fact that she's an augment or or slightly modified uh, genetically person, is that. She hid it all these years. So now you have a second reason to want to boot her out of Starfleet because essentially not revealing it is kind of lying. Yeah. So now she's gonna be in trouble for two reasons. So I'm really curious when they start the second season, I guess right at the outset of episode one, they've gotta say something. So I'm wondering how they're gonna handle this. I mean they they really they really need to write this properly because they can't just come on their willy-nilly and go like, well, it's okay now and we got a Starfleet lawyer and she's off the hook.
1: That's you a good know? point, Greg, because this has happened more than once in the trick shows we are watching at the moment <clears throat> where they're kind of going against the rules so it augments and people mm. that have been genetically changed are not allowed into Starfleet, but they find a way. You know, uh, that is one of the. I would say it's one of their top three rules behind the Prime Directive, second or third top rule. Uh, like, mm-hmm. Anyone that's been augmented in that respect is not allowed in. So and they've tweaked it and changed it, Just you shouldn't have had that bloody rule if you're going to do that all the time. But then the Prime Directive, yeah. they bend
2: that and they break that in the other occasions. So meh. What, what am I saying? What do I know? No, um, I mean, I, I, I like the way sometimes when they bend it for a good reason. Um they don't often actually flat out break it. If they flat out break it, they end up in trouble. And you'll notice that sometimes they refer to, you know, whatever starship in the past that kind of broke the prime directive, and they, and they got in trouble, you know, mm-hmm. whoever they were. So I think they've been pretty careful not to break it, per se, but there's been some bending, there's no doubt, you know, and stuff. And, uh, and also, it's, I mean, imagine if you were in a situation, it, it's rough when you're, you're captain of a ship, And let's say you have to rescue your crew or you're afraid your crew is going to be hurt or you don't want to leave a member of your crew behind but it's all involved in the whole prime director thing. You know, what do you do? You don't want to leave someone behind so you're going to kind of have to bend it if you want to get your person back. It's tough.
0: It's it's very tough
2: when they have to make those. And it, it even correlates to some things today. Some of these commanders and stuff have to make really tough decisions that truly are life or death what do you do i mean i would i wouldn't want to be in that position no no you, know, you wouldn't so um i will be curious and to those see are, what they do with it and those are the things that need to be written properly because those are serious weighty concerns and if you make it willy-nilly it does it makes it dilutes it so it doesn't seem very important and you can't do that it's gotta yeah. be important
1: well that'll be one of the things they have to definitely address in the second season of Strange New Worlds. Now. I like the fact that it's episodic. I don't want that to change. Now, is it yeah. allowed to... Uh, can there be little mini serial arcs within that? Of course there can. That's what Enterprise Season 4? 3 and 4? Something like that. They, they've done that like 2, oh. 3 at a time and it worked really well for them then they cancelled it. So. I mean,
2: technically they kind of did that in Season 1 of Strange New kinda. Worlds because they had, they had the overarching thing where, where Pike was concerned about his own death since he I already visualized it. So he was getting kind of hung up on it. Um, so they kind of like each week would it kind of talk about it a little bit yeah. so that each time it would be something that he was getting over. And I like how they did that. They didn't spend a lot of time on it. They just spent a little time on it. Or maybe number one would say, are you okay? Or maybe one of his other trusted people are, are you okay? Yep, you know, yep. that you know. You, and then eventually Spock or number one would help him through the situation until an episode started to make him realize more of what he was going through wasn't necessarily uh, as important to the overall picture that he thought. And that, I sure. thought, was handled really, really well in, in season one because it made it to where he was human. And if that was you, you would you obviously would be affected as well. Yeah,
0: of and we
2: how, do you, how do you get around that? Because you have to be careful because we all know what happens because we learned all that in the original series, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought they handled that really well. That's what I was really happy about the writing. And I was reading an article that was really interesting. They're saying that Star Trek Strange New World season one has broken a couple records per se. It has. in the Star Trek Universe. Yeah. Well, for not for not being shit. That's a record now. Oh, well, that's a record, yeah. <laughs> but it's the first time where a Star Trek show in its first season not only had high scores from critics, but high scores from the public in the and first And that's rare. Season, it's hard to go over non trekkies. Right. So to have that right away in season one, out of the gate, is pretty rare. There's not hardly a show out there that goes out of the gate like, you know, that good. Yeah. That's true. You always got to have your, it's, you're kind of like it's good, but you need to develop things. I I
1: I think the reason for that, Gray, is, and you would love to hear this, is because Strange New Worlds was. I wouldn't say borrow, yeah, borrowing. Even though it's pre-original series, but it was borrowing okay. heavily at times, and rightly so from the original series because mm-hmm. it's in that same era. And that's just the classic track where, like, Grace tell me to watch more of the original series, which you know I am going to be doing soon because I've watched some of it, but not loads of it. And he's put like some ten top, well, five top episodes from each season for me to watch through, and I will be doing that. A start and 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 Gray makes the good point that. You know, with with uh, the original series, if it would have been released the way Strange New Worlds was released, with the same high quality of writing but more up to date uh, effects throughout the, the the series, then it would have been so much better. And of course, they've remastered it so that that is all better and it is more enjoyable to watch.
2: Um, yeah. So I'm
1: looking and forward I think, to
2: that. Uh, for the people out there that may not know <clears throat> this, I would think you would, but not every area of the world gets the episodes the way that maybe I get them in the U.S. or whatever, but um, all the original season Star Treks, every one of them have been remastered, and the main thing that you see that's a huge, huge difference is that all the scenes of the Enterprise, even simple scenes of, of it flying by or going by a planet or going by a stellar phenomenon or whatever, going by a station, all that has been redone. Not They didn't just redo the Enterprise. The Enterprise still looks like it did Uh, in in the original series and when it was but they juiced they juiced it up to where it It was it wasn't on LSD it wasn't on
1: drugs anymore it was the guy that was puppeteering it wasn't the signs of
2: Parkinson's he was (laughs) exactly proper along yeah So now the planets look absolutely great and every planet they show and all the different in all the different episodes are completely different planets every time so it's not the same planet that they use like 18 times what couldn't
1: they update and change gray the thing that triggers both of us. What could they not update with all that remastering? It still looks shit. You well know. they don't oh.
2: The what now? Cart The Gorn. Oh, yeah, okay. The, they yeah, should have. I bet you
1: they could have done something with that CGI. I'm sorry, they could've, but it didn't.
2: I don't think I don't think they, they, they their their whole their whole uh thing when they started to remaster was two things. One, it was to redo all that, all that stuff that I'm talking about. So now all the ships and planets and the blah 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 all look up to standard, look great. But the original uh, material that was acted by the actors, all they did do is they went back to the original negatives. So if you look at it now, it looks crystal clear and perfect. No, no scratches, no weird things going on. All the fuzz is taken on. away. Yeah. No, right. All that. So it looks super. Now, when it comes to the Gorn episode in the original series where the guy puts the thing over his head and I I'm a Gorn. Yeah, that still looks the same. I think it would have been too much or too expensive to go in there and have to really change that. Yes, I wish they would have. I oh, because it. it's
1: several minutes of it, so you're probably right, Gray, actually. Yeah, it's not just a scene. Yeah. I mean,
2: to be to be fair, they didn't try to show that guy as, as little as they could. I mean, but still, what are you gonna do? It's a story. They gotta they gotta move it forward. <laughs> I think it was even funnier when when the Gorn was and we're talking about the old Gorm, the thing over his head. He was holding the microphone talking to Kirk, right? But, but of course, as he's talking to Kirk, his lips ain't moving. It's just a freaking mess. So just... He holds a microphone? <laughs> I forgot holds- that part. <laughs> I just remember
1: a guy in a suit fighting Kirk. I don't remember no, him on the mic. No. Why is he on the mic? No, is he, he asking the he DJ talk- for a
2: song request? No, what happened was he <laughs> talked into a, kind of like a universal translator. Oh, okay, okay, And he's telling Kirk, remember he talked to that weird snake-like, snaky kind of voice? Yeah. And he goes, Kirk, where it He talks like that. <laughs> but as he's holding the thing up to his mouth and talking, it's just this plastic head. So nothing's moving. Oh! And he's just going, sure, produ- Ra- Kirk, paraly- I will destroy you. And I'm like, you know. <laughs> Reed, did you voice this character back in the day? Is that what you're <laughs> yeah. saying? That was too realistic. I know. It was really great. <laughs> now that is the one episode you really have to suspend your belief for a little bit cuz it is actually a very good episode and, and May I and suspend well my written. belief most of the time with the plastic boulders in the background I know I know how Oh yeah but but that's easy that's easy to forget this guy ain't easy to forget I know I know I know, I know I know right So you really got to just go ah. Uh, yeah So
1: right so we need bear in mind we need to keep this under an hour and a half so our future yeah. section 31 and Star Trek <laughs> uh, Star Trek Academy shows we might we might Penal have to, time to, those, might have we'll to leave them separate but so strange the world is going forwards we're obviously going to pick up with the arc with number one which is fine we want right. to see her be kept in and she will be because you, you obviously you would have known because it's before yeah, the yeah. strange yeah, you don't, don't want to get rid of her that'd be horrible yeah so somehow though again if they do it the right way uh keep her in um and then it'll just because it's episodic i just want them to keep doing that great Mm. Um, and they can have many arcs within it. They can have an overall season-long arc if they want, but it's just the background thing of uh, Pike and will Die. But I think he's more at peace with that now. So there may be an overall arc. They may not, if there's not one, and it's just episodic again. Happy with that, the status quo. I Mm. want to see that in season two. What do you want to see, Gray?
2: I think the only thing overarching, if you want to call it that, uh in season two is gonna be the fact that the gorn aren't going away so they're gonna be a, a protagonist and they're enemy. so much
1: badder aren't they than plastic suit boy man they are save cart oh was fighting one of them no chance no one-on-one <laughs> on one, no chance because this thing is like you don't really see it properly you're not supposed pretty to wicked looking but yeah. it's like some kind of arachnoid spider it's lizard not bi- it's not bipedal
2: so it will wreck you yeah it's more lizard looking yeah like it's supposed to be yeah um yeah. The only thing I was kind of wondering about is I had read some stuff that, that because there, you, you have to be concerned about how the timeline works out because originally we all thought the Gorns were totally unknown until Kirk met him. Well, now the Gorns are popping up in Strange New Worlds, which is before Kirk. So they're stretching this thing a little bit, but they're, they're saying something like, well, we knew about the Gorn, but we never really saw the Gorn. And then properly. they go but 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 then wait a minute, then they go against that because later in season one you see the gorn. Is that not the juniors or the babies? It's not the full blown adults. Right, exactly. You don't see the so full blown adults supposedly don't see it. Just. But then if I remember correctly, later you did see them see a gorn, but did I you? think it was because the gorns were juveniles, they mm-hmm. weren't adult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm going like, wow, how many times do you want to stretch this now? Me personally, what I would have liked, and I think they should have kept it that way, is that we never saw the Gorn. Because in those episodes in, uh, of Strange New Worlds, where all we heard is the noises that they make, you know, and other things, it was much more horrifying in your mind because you're manufacturing what this could be or look like or whatever. And I like that. I like I liked having the scariness of it without really seeing it per se. Shadows, noises, other Star Trek. You and, don't get often. Right, um, and I don't think they should have ever had even the juveniles, period. They should have good. just left it mysterious, Ray, what just like sh- it
1: is. What they should have done was what they'd done again, because you've missed out you are not seen this, season three, you know, or four. Four Season three was... Oh, I'm getting mixed up with season of, of, of Enterprise was which. It's <laughs> either season three or four where they encounter, but they don't encounter the Romulans for the first time. Now, back then they don't see each other, mm. uh, but they know of each other, and this is kind of round a bit of time that, or just before the big war kicks off, um, and they pop up yeah. a two or three times, mate. We see them as the audience, which is fine. No problems with us seeing them yeah. for yeah. narration/story purposes, but the crew should never see them, and they don't. Right. And there's an episode where the Romans are going about uh, mimicking uh, other ships uh, in the quadrant. Because they hear of the start of this federation coming together, like the very early version of it, Andorans, the Vulcans being pally, and they don't want that, obviously they don't want that. Just think of Russia right now.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. <laughs> Perfect example. Yeah. You know, Finland yeah. are, and Sweden and whatnot want to join NATO. Russia's like, Russia's the Romulans, I'm sorry if there's any Russians watching here. Uh, <laughs> it, it's more your government,
2: not you, but I don't want to get into politics. Um, well, and and, and and remember, every Star Trek episode, or lots of Star Trek, is episodes, based on that stuff. Is yeah, yeah, especially so, in the in TOS.
1: So they're going about copying all these other ships. This ship can actually change form uh, and and mimic other ships. And what they do is they actually uh, use now. It's an offshoot of the Andorians, the ones that are blind. Can't remember what they're called. Oh, uh, right, okay. Hammer from Strange New Worlds like is one of yeah. them. It's a subspecies of the right? They use one of them because they've got really strong telepathy skills. And this thing is literally controlling the ship. And you see the mm-hmm. the, the you see you see the Romulans, but you don't mm-hmm. encounter them on the Enterprise at all. And it's about this Enterprise fighting them and trying to take them down and whatnot. And they're on the Romulan ship at one point. The crew beam over, don't see them. That was stretching it, but they don't see them. So they should have done that.
2: So Yeah, I think and we, also, we and we do know that in the original series. Uh, balance of terror where we finally get to see the ramians they did say in the episode that they always knew the ramians around they just never saw them yeah
1: yeah because it's a war it's, it's like it's you, you know you a lot of the time you want with kind of earlier technology and whatnot so and they weren't sure. exactly wanting to talk to each other just want to blow each other up um, <laughs> exactly so yeah strange new world kind of looks after itself because it's mostly episodic so you know i think we're in good hands with season two keep doing your thing and we'll be happy with that uh, we'll move on to Lord X Season Three, which doesn't have a date yet. I think Strange New Worlds is probably it. Does have a well? No. Does know, it have the, a date? It was that or Discovery that had a date for May or something.
2: No, Discovery. Um, no, no, no. Discovery doesn't have really have a date so, yet either. It was
1: right. Okay. Strange New Worlds is May or something, isn't it? It's after well, hard, I believe.
2: Yeah, but I also heard I read an article, and I hope this isn't true. But there's something saying something about Strange New Worlds might not be till summer or later. Possibly, yeah. they're going like, yeah, because Desco might might
1: show after it. That's why or before, words, That's why.
2: Right, right. So I'm I'm assuming that, that I'm I'm mixed up now because what I thought was going to happen is I thought Picard was going to, which comes in February, uh, was going to end, and then after that would be Strange New Worlds, and then after that would be Discovery. But now I'm hearing it's going to be the other way around, where Picard's going to come out, then Discovery, then Strange New Worlds. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. So I think we're going to get an announcement on exact dates very soon. Yeah, I would Um, like that. Um, But but they can't do what I've been reading because I've read that both Discovery and mm -hmm. Strange New Worlds are starting much later. That's not going to happen because then essentially after Picard season three is over, you're going to have a huge void of nothing. Well,
1: uh, they mostly want always something with Trek on the TV. Mostly all the time, which is what it should be. And
2: I'm happy with that. Um, Keeps us in a... A job, so to speak, I think. So, I think, like you said, I'm really surprised that we're going seven weeks with nothing. True, I really, yeah. Am. They should have brought the card forward because it's ready from my year, but nah, I mean, whatever. something
1: I mean, but it's just, um, but yeah, seven weeks anyway. We'll, we'll move on to so we get Lord Dex season three, that'll probably be way into this year, probably at the end of the year, yeah. like it normally is. Um, now there wasn't really a cliffhanger at the end of the last episode uh from what I recall um you know it's like a you're kind of comedy type adult show which is one I of think. my least favorite shows of all of them I don't hate it it's just when it's funny it's really funny but then often it's just it's not because it's trying to be funny and Star trek's not really funny then it kinda i mean look at prodigy there's funny moments in it and it's a lot more tricky and serious that's why oh, I yeah, prefer it yeah. but there's moments on Lord decks yeah. that are great um only when the when the cat Dr. Well, we well, we had Shax and uh, Shax Tiana, is Tiana, right. there on it. Tiana's um, right up there, and then Shax with all the really funny lines. So basically, I think how we left them at the end of last season was they are pretty much the the alpha second contactors now because they weren't really taken seriously. The ship, the second contact follow up missions that they do. Um and they were taken seriously and their crew are taken seriously now, so they are like the top California class ship now. Um season three going forwards I would like to see I would like to see more of the cat and shacks basically. I mean I I I'm just they're not they're, I was waiting They're to they're they're, they're 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 they are the B crew, Gray. Like they're not okay. it's folk. it focuses on the lower deckers and that's how it should be. Uh, But we don't. We sometimes go an episode or two in a row where we don't see uh, the 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 cat and or Shaxx, and I want to see more of them because they're hilarious. They were getting a thing going together where they're a bit romantic, so I want to see that getting on because it was
2: bloody, (laughs) it was crazy, man. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to have to close
1: my eyes. I'm going to see
2: sex in Star Trek in a moment." <laughs> yeah, they got pretty close to practically describing it and everything too. That no, was man, pretty, oh yeah, uh... that cat is uh, Tiana. She's a bit of a dirty out, isn't she, Gray? That was probably <laughs> that one episode where they did the holiday thing and all that. I, that was probably the closest thing to a racy Star Trek episode I've seen. Because <laughs> they were just Gene like, Roddenberry
1: would be turning in his grave right now, man. He would be. Yeah. Um,
2: what I do you want I to see? I would. I'll tell you what I'd like to see in Lower yeah. Decks. I mean, we, it may never happen. But I would like to see some kind of an episode, whether it's real or imaginary or whatever, to where Tiana's in charge of the ship, and Shax is like her only other crewmate, and there really isn't a whole lot of other people. I would love to see what the two of them especially would do with an entire episode devoted to them. Dude, that could be so good. There would be so many good one-liners being dropped that we would be laughing so much we wouldn't know what's going on in the story. Ray, what 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 I mean, what are you what that's some imagination you've got. I love it. It would it would be so wonderful. I would love to see that. I would I would I'd pay money for that. The the other thing I want to see in season three, and I don't really feel about this great, is
1: I don't think you like this, but tell me if I'm wrong. I like it when they do uh, not crossovers, but special guest appearances from like Robert Duncan McNeil, um, yeah, uh, uh, well, and Jonathan Frakes and stuff. I love that, and I want to see more yeah. of it because it's a connected universe, remember? And this is the current timeline, not discovering the future timeline. So why can't there be more crossing of that? What do you think?
2: I, I don't mind that, but it, but it, it really has to be handled, I think, properly. Oh yeah. Like for instance, the 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 couple times that Riker popped up in the series, I liked it, but I thought it was. I don't know. Fox Genius Man. He's order. a funny guy, though. It suits him No, no, no. Show. I'm not taking that away from him. I'm not saying that it wasn't funny. It's a funny character. It was funny. Don't get me wrong. He's the funniest character started, in the Next Generation, I think. Right. I'm but in the detail. character of Riker in, in those episodes started to, not because of the humor, the humor was good. He was starting to grate on me a little bit because it was like, it's just. It's just it was like not... a rodeo in space at one point when he's on the Titan and you
1: see he's going in just all guns blazing, you know. I'm like, that's nah, yeah, not and, Riker. And, 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 and,
2: Exactly. So if you really think about it, that it's not really Riker. The humor was probably more like Riker. I, could, yeah, I could get it. But when he started getting into some of that other stuff and, and fighting, and I'm like, hey, Riker wouldn't say this. No. And that's what bothered. That's what bothered. Especially me. as Captain, step up as well. Right. So right. Um, so that 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 was too unrealistic for me. So I didn't like that. However, when they came back and they had little things, you know, uh, or or DS Nine, which is the only episode we gave a ten they handled that perfectly because every character was pretty much acting like they would have acted and always acted. Yeah. So the characters didn't differ whatsoever in the Deep Space Nine episode. So it was, it was so much more enjoyable because it was so well written and the characters were kept in, the, in, in their proper character mode. Yep. Thanks probably a lot to the stars as well, uh, that voice acted because they were the real people. But that was like fabulous. It was almost like seeing a Where Are They Now episode yeah you know like where where are they now episode of, of the characters from deep space Nine. so it was just fabulous and, and i loved it that's so a if they point. could do more like that or similar-ish to that style then i think that would be great you know okay. that really be-
1: yeah yeah um
2: it's it's Grey nice least
1: favorite show of all of them um yeah. and i and i um, that's not a disservice it's just w- one of the shows has to be in the start it's not awful it just right. could be better. I think it's because of what it is, it's nature to be an adult comedy. That doesn't work with Star Trek. That's, there is yeah. funny moments in Star, Star Trek. Of course there is. But it's more about the future, hope, the socialness of it all, uh, the pew-pew. So a comedy has to be timed perfectly, and I think because it tries to be too funny. But then when yeah. when it's funny, I laugh at it, and I laughed it loud because... I like comedy. I just my brain gets confused because it's not supposed yeah. to be like that.
2: So yeah, it's it trying is, to be something. That's that's word, not. Confusing. Yeah. Uh so it even and it even gets serious once in a while. And when it does get serious once in a while, good. it also seems like it is good, but it but it but it it's also seems totally out of character too. But wait, they're like
1: wait a know, minute. Oh, Gray. this is funny. And then, The Orville was exactly like that. Don't get me started in a tangent. The you, you know my gripe about the Orville. I love it to bits, but they got too serious and cut out a good chunk of the humor. Uh, you just You just countered your own point there, man, because yeah, you see, loved it when my, it was less humor.
2: Well, Arvo Orville, we'll have to talk about another time. But my my thing with the Orville is I thought they started out with too much humor, and then when but that's just the whole of, point of it. He said that, yeah, said McFarlane. Well, I think that may have been the may have been the purpose at first, but I think they yeah. quickly realized that they were falling into what people really wanted to see and that was more episodic it, um, to, that's red to the dwarf nature. isn't
1: it gray red dwarf is supposed to be the comedy version of star trek yeah. so
2: leave it in its yeah. lane you know yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the humor that was in season two and three of orville i thought was funny at the proper times that they did it so it was it was funny because if you really think about it if you go back and take some of the episodes of orville especially season two and three and you put it up against TOS, dude. The pattern that they follow is almost exactly. But the humor was caught massively.
1: It wasn't just a little bit. It
2: went from ten to like five yes. or four. I agree, because they oh. probably should have started out at they, five from uh, the yeah, very I beginning. You kept that it that way. I agree with that point. But but they're finding their way, so <coughs> that's okay. Right. But to me, to me though, the Orva was was really really good overall, and I really am sorry that. Well, we still haven't heard officially whether there'll ever be a fourth season, but. The more you don't hear something, the more it's never going to happen. Welcome to The Orville yes. Way. This is episode number one. No, I, I'm <laughs> just We do love that show, and I hope it does
1: uh, come back again. Yeah. Um, but we'll move on to the next season, uh, next program, because th- this is the one we'll talk, that Lord X was the one we're going to talk about at least, not surprisingly enough. Now, the one I'm most excited in this list of actually
2: of all the current shows that are, and, are coming. and yeah. And feared and
1: feared no not feared because terry metallis is on board and i I was saying this point to i I don't i have no problem cross-promoting channels that are out with what both uh, gray and i do but i would say if you're not already the guys at trek central usually do a pretty good job they've got an hour-long interview terry metallis and he's a good he's a good guy he's given little nuggets of information away just great have you watched it all yet the full the full hour right so so without, without spoiling it um Trust like, Grey trusts yeah. my opinion, I like to think. I watched that hour-long interview. He's got his man. He's got his Grey. Season 3 is going to be a, a blinder because he's a proper trick man. He's a, he, he would talk about things like, oh, should Crusher, what rank she should be, she should she be captain still, or blah, blah, blah. He would spend a whole day talking about that with him and his writers and his colleagues. That little point. And that is the yeah. detail that we would talk. We would spend ages talking about that stuff. Just to look, the way he talks, Grey... He has got his man. Season 3, it's purely him doing it instead of just him doing a partial bit of Season 2. It's him doing it all his own way. I think it's going to be a blinder. Uh, and it should be. It's a kind of unofficial Season 8 of The Next Generation. It's going to close off some story arcs um, and be a nice farewell to for them. And that's what we've always wanted because the last Star Trek movie was not <clears throat> was not amazing. So... Give us some closure. So should we tell the people what happened? <sighs> Gray, I'll let you do this, but uh, if you recall, you can talk about your gripes about season two briefly because I'm emphasizing briefly because we don't have 10 hours to record it. No, and then you brief, can tell us you. what happened at the end so we, 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 we can look into the new season.
2: Well, e- even more briefly than that, I'll just say Picard season two. First episode, last episode were the two best. The rest of it is pure garbage. There you go. Yeah, that's a that's
1: a good way to sum up. No, it was it was it was poor. Um, the time travel thing's been done too much. Um, it's not. It's all over the place
2: with the story. Literally all over the place. Not just in the time. And, and, <laughs> and you, we can always talk about how you know this or that we don't like about the writing, or why didn't they do this, or why didn't they do that? Oh my god! Even even a ten a year old could tell how bad the writing was in season two. It was bad in many. Awesome. Many, many areas. It's a good thing we didn't review that. Ugh. Oh we God, We would after. We would have died. <laughs> we
0: would have, <laughs> we would have, we would have quit. Been
1: halfway through it, and we would have been like, oh, my God, put, we're done. I would have put we the, the take... trickway in the bin, Gray, if I, I, I would have been <laughs> so depressed. No, it wasn't great. And let's say, I don't want to talk too much about that because we like to be glass half-full guys on, on the trickway. Yep. Um, it wasn't great, although it had its moments. Of course, it had even the worst seasons of programs have their moments. And the farewell at the end with Q possibly dying, I don't know. Um, it looked like he was dying, and that's why he was messing about with Picard. He was trying to teach him one last lesson, which he done. done. Um, and then he goes goodbye, and he manages to take them all back to their current timeline. Uh, and then who who's the kind of unofficial doctor at the time, she became some Borg queen wifey. Mm. And that was yeah. a bit weird. But I did like the start. With, um, the start with the whole war and all the ships, and it looked like the Borg were taking over. I mean, didn't know who the Borg Queen was, and we find out then it's her. I like that. They could have just missed out the middle, and we went, episode one, episode ten, done.
2: Yay! <laughs> I would have been happy with that. Exactly. I would have been, be, uh, <laughs> would have been her great, too, Potter. She, <laughs> she was like some special character that they had to devote a lot of time to throughout the series, which wasn't needed. And then when she turned into the Borg Queen, I'm going, like, of course, of course they're going to do that, because that's the way they've been treating the character the entire time. Let's yeah. make her a lot more important than, than she really is. And then she turns into the board queen. Oh, See, on. no, Jurati's actually, the, act, the, the actor that plays her is actually,
1: she's actually a really good actor from yeah, I'm I mean, I'm at not, IMTB. Right. But it's just like, if the writing's awful, they're all they're all very decent actors. Um, good actors even, but they, they can only go with the materials in front of them. And mm. it's kind of a shame. Um, but anyway, what do we what do? We, we, we could talk about what we have an idea now because it's coming up in February 16th, yep. season three. It's literally TNG, kind of. Um, all our favourite characters, certainly for the most part, are coming back. Even da- uh, Brent Spiner again is lore. And if you watch that video, Gray, he said, I kind of had to bring him back because it's not a TNG reunion without Brent Spiner. It's kind of true. Yeah kind of true so I, he, I think his arm was kind of forced force for that one bear in mind yeah. he didn't do that in season one killing him off it wasn't up to him he can only play with the tools that he has so okay that's fine we, a lot i do like laura anyway but we see all these guys come back and it'll be them all at different bits of places in their lives and at different parts of the, the quadrant and they'll come together i think they're trying to find beverly crusher She's in a bit of trouble. They do uh, allude that she's some kind of doctor on the frontier, not part of Federation at the time, not part of Starfleet, Mm. sorry. And she's helping people out that Starfleet don't help. I like that. as noble. It's great. Uh, And there's a bad guy played by Amanda Plummer, who is the plumber of Christopher Plummer. Um, And she's supposed to be a great bad guy as well. She's a great actress, so Mm. um, I'm looking forward to seeing this and how they all come together as a kind of just... One thing, emphasising this great, actually, before I let you come in for your opinion on it as well, is we talked about how much we loved um, the music at times in Prodigy, right, the score. It was done just almost perfectly, but exceptional. We wanted more of the original music of Voyager and whatnot rather than the the third mix that they had or partial mix. Uh, But apparently there's going to be the just ideal blend score of uh, music in season three, it's going to have TOS nods to it. It's going to have TNG nods to it, TNG movie nod- musical nods to it at the right times. And that's what he emphasizes. I don't play it for the sake of playing it. I, I, I play it when you really want to hear it, when you when right. you love it the most, uh, like what they did in Prodigy. And he was so chuffed with his score he was so happy with it um he was asking basically what would jerry goldsmith is it jerry goldsmith yeah uh yeah,
2: a lot but so did yeah. others and,
1: and a couple of others was another guy he mentioned i don't know if jerry's still with us or not but the way he was talking is as if he wasn't or they didn't use them this time so they were actually taking musical notes from elsewhere and going, what would jerry mm-hmm. do and putting this together so i can't wait for the bloody score for this. Oh, uh, what do you want to see from... Oh, he's, he's looking up who it was, who does the music. Um, no, no, no. I'm not
2: looking that up. I know it wasn't the, the girl that did it no, prodigy Prodigy. Yeah, that was, body, a, no, it was a, been...
1: yeah. she was good as well. Eh? Get her on board as well. I, um, would, I would, yeah.
2: What I do you want to see games. from Season 3 of Picard, Gray? Uh, at this point, we're at bottom barrel, so anything we see in Season 3 is probably going to be better. At least, I <laughs> guess, you know. I mean... I, I'm a little concerned, uh, by the way, Goldsmith had uh, passed my back in 2004, by the that's way. That's it, that's it, that's it. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I was, I re- everything that I'm seeing, I want to be really excited, and I am excited to see season three, but I still have that little guy sitting on my shoulder, gnawing at the back of my head, going like, the first two seasons sucked, what do you think you're going to get? You know, and I just am so worried, because... I'm worried in some, in some ways because now we have what we really wanted, what they really should have done the first two seasons, but they're idiots and they didn't do it. Um, so now we have our characters back, the people that we always loved in TNG, etc., uh, and a couple others. And everything's there for it to be really good, <laughs> but I have to say this, everything's also there to be really bad. So if they mess up, and they write bad for the show. Not only do you do you get mad because the writing's bad, but now they're taking down your favorite characters with it. So the the importance of this, or the pressure is on because the writers can't come up to to the plate. It's very possible this season 3 could be mediocre at best and I don't really think it'll be awful so though, bad. but you're right. I mean it and that's what worries me. I mean it was bad enough. I mean if you're going by past I'm glad that Metallica, Terry Metallica, however you pronounce it, is the showrunner. So that's
1: hopeful. Why, Gray? Can we briefly pause and touch on that? He's a proper Star Trek man. He is a proper, proper. He would go, he would, in his younger days, when he was anywhere near a Paramount lot or whatever, he would go in and have a nosy and have a look and play all the ships. And he was just fascinated by it all. So that's what you
2: need a proper Trek man to run a Trek show. Right. So my hopes are that if that's the case, then he's probably cherry picked out the best writers or the writers that he knows he can including him. He writes
1: as well, I believe so.
2: Right. So now I so I definitely have more hope that it's gonna be really good from what I've seen them try to put together. But I can't I can't throw the feeling that at the back of my head is still gnawing on me, going like Wow, we could really get garbage too. You've so been I'm damaged, great. Not... You've
1: been damaged. you went yeah. through what's that true, thing that people have when they come back from tours and, and
2: war? P oh, PT I get S T S D. Star Trek uh, <laughs> <there's> deprivation. <there. laughs>
1: Everyone t- every time someone says Star Trek Picard season two,
2: great ducks down,
1: cover. What what, what happened? Uh... <laughs>
2: But then again, like I said before, the theory is is that you can't get worse than season two. You really can't. Yeah, it's hard. I guess anything will be good. I just want to see the characters handled properly. I don't want them to look like fools. I want the writing to to be up to snuff to what the characters are at this advanced age or whatever you want to call it. Um, And there's little things that I've seen that I've liked, there's little things that I see that I don't like. Uh, Like in one of the the, uh, clips that they showed. They showed and we talked about this a little before, but uh uh Troy, um, uh, Marina Sirtis, she's doing the same dumb thing that she oh, did. Oh yeah, what, TNG. Was it, what, what was What was that in the clip we saw? I what feel did she a, do in the clip? She goes, I feel a presence of something evil or something like that. Really? Is that all you do? Do you not do you not have any exactly. other skills? is that your main skill set? Do you know is that the yes. only thing you do? And before the character was developed better as the series went on, that was the main complaint about that character in the early years of TNG. Does she just sit around going like I feel this, I feel that. that she that, does that, something that.
1: else as well, Gray, on top of that. Uh, we're lying. She does do two things prominently. That and cr- okay. crash- crashing starships. Oh yeah, that's
0: true, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I'm just, so when I saw that, I'm going like, really? So that was the best clip of Troy that you could put in a brand new series is yeah. something that we're all going to cringe at, and and, and Ter- Terry is involved in cutting that. So
1: yeah. I'm not going to slag him for that, great, because that is one of her main things, one of her
2: main shticks. So I'll <sighs> tell you the other thing that I really don't like. Now, maybe I don't want to, I don't want to say maybe it's necessary, or it maybe I'll be wrong, mm-hmm. and when the series comes out, it won't matter. But the one thing I really didn't like, I, even though maybe if, even though Riker had a great comedy line. You see the character of Warf come on, looks great. I mean, Doran oh hell yes, even, he's even, aged well, Michael the, Dorn, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. So he looked great, but he comes on and goes, and, and the character of Warf says, now "I'm a pacifist now."
1: Yeah, but it, we Dude, know I, that we I, know it doesn't last long, Gray. Obviously, no, come but, on, man. I,
2: I know that, but the thing is, I don't want to hear that coming out of Warf. I don't want to hear that. It's a character what, what, arc;
1: he's evolving. No, come on.
2: I'll tell you what I I'll tell you what I wanted to hear, and I thought they were going to do, Kapla. but they didn't is I wanted him Today's to come a good out day to die. like he does. Today's a good day to die. Exactly. Or something <laughs> similar to this. Well, well. I, I w- you remember, this is a promo. A promo. So hey I' to get normal. you excited. So if he came on, the way he looks now, as the older, wiser, whatever you want to call him, or if he would have just said, and it's a good day to die. I would have just said, oh. Who, who, does great. The, who does the Klingon
1: music back in the old movies, like Ultimate. Star Trek, Ultimate. Sex and the Below? Klingon, the yeah.
2: Klingon theme, as they call it now that was done in motion picture was it was not Jerry zimmer
1: someday no. or someday no? are you sure because Goldstein. that's not what terry what, said yeah. in that interview no. when you watch it well you watch the terry yeah. interview after this right the reason i bring this up Worf. i don't know if it's the first no i think it might even be the first time you see him he's he's letting slip things little tiny bit that he shouldn't be mm. you know we're talking about musical notes at the right time musical hints and, and yeah. themes and whatnot yeah. and scores there's all different kinds. Yeah. That comes on at some okay. point for what? And I'm just like,
2: yes, give me that shit. I, I, you, can, you can check me if you want in, later, but the entire uh, motion picture soundtrack that is epic uh, Star Trek picture is, is Gary Goldsmith. He wrote everything. So he's the one that came up with the new, uh, the new Star Trek uh, opening, so to mm-hmm. speak. New, he's the one that came up with, this, with the Klingon theme because the Klingons never really had a theme. Um, so he wrote all that stuff. And so that's endured over the years in his canon. So every right. time you see a, a, a brief shot of a Klingon ship, sometimes in a series or a movie, it's always din, it, din- din- Or you have that click, click, that, that, that clicky clack thing in the start, in the uh, Klingon theme. Oh, go, yeah, clack, yeah, clack, yeah. Clack, clack. I don't know. Yeah, it sounds so, like that thing look, you have it. At the yeah, so, so you <laughs> either hear the click, clack thing that you know on or you hear the dinner right well one of
1: those one of those musical themes right watch yeah. that interview uh tonight or tomorrow if you can't because it does talk about the musical hints yeah. and i'm sure he says the klingon that klingon one of those klingon ones was done
2: by another guy that mm-hmm. worked with goldsmith
1: but but watch it i may be wrong oh, well. um
2: Yes. I did, can- see, I did see bits and pieces of that. There's a couple of things if if we want to get on in No, watch all from start to end. Stop skipping. You're ruining it for yourself. I know, because I didn't have time to watch all the time. But there's a couple <laughs> of things that I did see that sorta of bother me a little bit. What? And Terry said right at the outset, Terry said we are not, repeat, not going to see the Enterprise F. Involved oh in the series. Great. It's only going to be. the
1: Enterprise F? Well, we had. Oh my he god. He
2: said. He said Enterprise F is going to be. Enterprise F is going to be important. Yeah. Oh, save is, the day. But he made sure that he said that it's. But this is not what the series is about. It's not going to be. And I'm like, oh darn. Great. Because again, to me, come on. To me. Yeah, but again, I'm going. I'm going with TNG now. So if I'm looking at TNG and I'm looking at the cast. I would have had them on the Enterprise F by episode three. And let's say. But why would there be? It.
1: Why would there be? It's not the ship anymore. They've all went in different directions. It's Dude, someone don't else don't running
2: care. that I, ship. I don't care. Come up with the reason. The Titan. They've done it before, done it before in the movies when Kirk came in and commandeered the, uh, the, the ship in the first movie. Boom. Bye. No. Nah, I'm taking over. I, I, I'm going to have to politely
1: disagree, Gray. As much as I'd love to see it, uh, it's not. It's not supposed to, it is supposed to be in the show, but this isn't Adventures of a USS Enterprise F to boldly go, blah, blah, blah. It is about the Titan A and where they're at, at the moment, and that's going to be the ship. The F, the fact that they brought F the F in, I'm grateful for. I am so oh, grateful yeah. for that. Yeah. They also nod as well that you will know what happened with the E. He says that he won't say what but you'll know what 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 happens with the e or what what says and that's
2: that's okay but to me unless you're bringing the e in that's nice to know but the e's probably
1: gone anyway because the e it's like i don't know if it was like 40 odd years or something like a flagship especially enterprise flagships never last anywhere near that length of time so it's understandably that it's possibly gone by this stage um, decommissioned little, thing, little things to note as well. i say Crusher is not really practicing a starfleet with medicine, she's helping people out in the fringes. Uh, they mm-hmm. were talking about Star Wars briefly. I think Captain Jack on that show was kind of panned in him. And he's like, like I do, and you know, people talk to Star Wars to me and it's a Star Trek show, and he's talking about the Outer Rims. He's like, well, Star Trek has outer oh, Rims as well, of course hearing- it does.
2: We're also hearing huh. things, and I guess so, oh. that Beverly Crusher romantic thing with Picard is going to be. Oh, they might a have a like a
1: uh, son or some, yeah. Well, you always
2: yeah. had the, you always heard during TNG that they got together here and there, whatever, and were intimate, somewhat, whatever. True. And that's always that's always been a running thing in TNG during when it was on uh, TV. So I'm wondering how they're going to work that. It, it looks like they're definitely working it in there on purpose. I hope so. Okay, that'd be that'd be cool. i hope so. um so. The other notes, the other nods
1: they have is Worf does hold the rank of captain. It's not a yeah. spoiler because you see the pips, uh, but the way he words it, he holds the rank of captain. He emphasised that. I don't think he's commanding a ship at the moment, which is possible. Uh, Riker done that. He holds the rank of captain, and when you see him in season one of Picard, he's not. He's semi-retired um right. so yeah it is possible to be a captain and not be in command of a ship at the time and i think that's what's happened with right. him so uh, what
2: they'll do is they'll bring in the enterprise f in the last episode and he's the captain of that oh i'm off.
1: happy with that i'm happy with that um the war show it's going to be the war show we want we want the war the show, war show. <laughs> um and then we've got uh Jordy is commodore which right I, where is that in rank
2: I'm so confused. Comm- Commodore is somewhere, along, I believe, is somewhere just below admiral. So
1: he's higher than captain, but below admiral. So he's higher than rank yeah. than than than
2: Riker. What? But, but it, what? But, but from what I understand, though, commodores are used for different things uh, in Starfleet than the typical stuff. Yeah, so in yeah, other yeah. words, as far as a starship is concerned, generally speaking, you see the captain, you see the number one, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Commodores are, do just something different. I'm, I'm going to say that the Commodores are more, uh, what would be the word? Pen pushers. More, uh, Political. More yeah. diplomatic.
1: More diplomatic. Yeah. Well, yes. He so, runs like fleet yards and things like that, doesn't he? So right, possibly.
2: Right. I yeah. also don't know. I'm not sure if I understand. And I'll wait till the series comes on, obviously. But in the clip, maybe I'm not looking at it properly but Jordy seems to have a stick up his butt or something. You no, know, something's pissing
1: him off, yeah. I think it's because one of his real life daughters is in the show. Uh the Levar's daughters in the show and yeah. I, I, as the character's uh daughter as well. I don't know if she's the one that's um on the Titan. You you see her on the yeah, Titan. I think so. Or yeah. Yeah. because he's got two daughters. Um and uh, as the as the character and one of them's on the Titan A and I don't know what the other one's doing um, and I think the one you see in the Titan A is his real life daughter, Levar, so um, yeah, I'd probably have a stick up my backside as well because I think she's like flying into, you know, the shit in the fan, yeah. yeah, so yeah, maybe that's why um, I'd like to see the Enterprise F we don't we don't see it loads apparently um, it's not the main feature and Grey thinks it should be, I don't think it should be um, but it will be important I think, I'd like to think that bit in the trailer where you see the sh- shrike the shrek no i'm not going to call it the shrek the shrike the bad guys uh, uh Plummer ship, um che- kind of sneaking through a nebula behind the titan a. I love that the score the ambiance of everything sneaking up in it trying to do it in um i would like to think then because it partly gets smashed up um surprise surprise let's not hope it's a california class ship because they get smashed up a lot mm. um i would like to see the enterprise f <laughs>
2: you, see, you see lower uh, deck ship involved at the constantly end getting destroyed
1: <laughs> i would like to see the enterprise f come and save it in terms of that yeah. importance that would be cool and then at the very end of the show we see whatever would be the follow-up to tng uh with the enterprise mm-hmm. f why can't we why can't we see another show of an enterprise we have had three yeah, they, shows they're... with an enterprise mate why can't we have a fourth
2: I haven't said anything right. on purpose, so I guess if this does as well as they think... Yeah, because it's the last season. Yeah, even if you come back and bring the crew together for a limited series, that's cool.
1: It's the last season, so they'll have to replace it with something, whether it's a Janeway show or a Star Trek or, show or, or a, a Section 31 or, or, or a... Star Star yeah. Trek Academy, something like that. Um, but right, we'll move on because um, we, we don't have... Uh, unlimited time unfortunately uh we get two more shows left to do uh star trek prodigy season two and that'll be a while off uh we we uh, yeah probably i mean if we see at the end of this year it's a bonus but it it might not be today the start of next year uh basically we kind of left them off that they kind of recovered from the big attack or the the construct weapon attacking the fleet Um, Mm -hmm. and the protostar going kablooey which created some kind of wormhole which got a bit timey-wimey and they were able to hear a distress call from Chakotay in the future but that wormhole will take them to said place so uh, most of the crew of the protostar get themselves into Starfleet uh, including Dal even though he's augmented Um, but Gwen doesn't because she's going to try and find our species and whatnot, and try and get things done first contact the the correct way uh yeah. I think we 'll see her again. I hope we do um sure. we don 't see what ship they 're going to go on in the last episode now watch your review we have reviewed that episode by the way, guys the finale so uh, we will we we will see what ship they 're going to be on because they don 't they tease it, but they actually open uh, hangar doors and we see another protostar and we think we assume rightly so they 're going to jump on that the protostar a where that would i would, I would have been fine with that. Uh, but she went, no, no, uh, that's not the ship. They've commissioned the Protostar as a full-fledged uh, uh, series of ships now, but I've got more plans for you guys, bigger plans, and we hope, we really, really hope it will be the Voyager A, a. because I want to see, uh, I just want one of my favourite starships, and we have done a special in starships, by the way, guys, so please watch that as well. Uh, so I think season two, Two, when it comes out, hopefully, as well, they don't do what they've done with season one, which was like a season one That's and then 1.5. Yeah. It was horrible yeah. because we waited like six months in between. There was no need for it. Just make it 10 episodes, call it a season, fine. They won't do it 20 back to back. I understand why, but you know, it's too much of a tease. Season two yeah. will be a while away. I would like to see them, I'd like to see Djokoti more in the show. Like they find him, they, they rescue him, they bring him back to the present uh there is the voyager a with its slipstream drive built in. they go and chase after them, and there's a new bad guy and the cadets without well, even cadets at this stage they're like stewards they're, they're kind of learning yeah, their way right. up
2: Low class or- yeah they're like yeah.
1: they're like wesley crusher when he was on the the enterprise d that's the best way i can describe it we'd like to see them evolve more gwen come back. by the way
2: since you mentioned Wesley Crusher, I think that the characters in Prodigy are much better than Wesley Crusher was when he was in the series. I'm sorry. Really? you like Wesley.
1: Yeah. Poor Wesley.
2: Wesley got better as they found a few more things for him to do. But to be honest, as he was, for the most part, as he was a mostly occurring character all the time, I, he was, I'm sorry, he was not written well. He was boring. He was unrealistic. Uh, his right. best thing, the air, the actor, Will Wheaton, the best thing he's ever done is the after shows that he does now. That's his like, career. He does lots of them and, it, and they're pretty good. Powerwell well Wheaton's you know crying into his pillow right now, man. Grace just ripped him a new one. Um... Look, <laughs> it, it, they did bring him back, uh, what was it, at the Picard season two, right? No, mm. that, that's enough to tell you right there. Fair enough. It, you know, it, yeah, okay.
1: What would you like to see from season two of Prodigy?
2: I mean, you pretty much said it. I think when we did the review of the last episode on season one, we, we it. both we both said we want to see Voyager A. Now, at 10. that time, we did, we did not we did not recall the scene uh, at the end where the ship had crashed. Amazingly, right there at the Star for the academy, that's another story. Uh, but the cra- the shuttlecraft that went in to ha- to help it or rescue it, we you and I both missed this, but we found out afterwards. It's Voyager. It's Voyager A. Sh- uh, Voyager A for sure. These are short crafts. They have the same exact number as the original Voyager. Did it say A in end of it, by the way? The registry, I need to check the yeah, oh, yeah. oh, no, it said yeah. A. It's the Yeah, boy. Oh, there's, no there's no way they could tease us now and tell us that <sighs> there is no Voyager. Gray, what do you think is. it'll
1: look like, the, the Voyager, A? Do you think it'll look identical to the original, which is fine
2: if they do that, because they often do that in Star Trek.
0: I, and and tweak it I
2: think it they're going to yeah, they're gonna have to show the Voyager looking pretty much as it did originally, but but with some refit involved. Yeah. Do you, mean you know, refit? Maybe they it's they a brand might... new bloody ship. <laughs> right, so this well, I know that, tweet, but I'm tweet. saying in terms of look. Tweet, yeah. right? So they should, you know, mess with the cells a little, or you know, don't mess with the cells.
1: Little... They're unique. The foldy no, up. No, not leave that,
2: them. I'm not talking about that. They wouldn't fold. They got to yeah. keep that. Cause yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah, But they could make them maybe a little more sleek looking or more streamlined. They're tiny. Can... They're one of the smallest of any major starship. I mean, there's other things, little things you can do here and yeah, there. Yeah, the no, I'm not
1: picking. I'm my... not yeah.
2: And it should either, either way though, they got to keep the general shape and yeah. of it. And you know, more or less. So I don't I, I want to see a refined looking A, but I don't want to see it looking too much different because you gotta have the nostalgia kind of stuff, you know, okay. going on. What else would you like to so, see? Um, I I mean I just want to see where they go with the characters because I think they overall, they did a really great job at developing this these young characters. And now they can't really say that they're cadets anymore, so that the next step, like I said, maybe low end ensigns or whatever you want to call it. Or 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 Ensign trainees, something like that. Um, They've they've done really well, uh, kind of like a baptism by fire kind of thing, and so they've done very very well. So they're not stupid, you know, and stuff. So I want to see how they go from this point. You know, traveling with Janeway now, which is a big deal, and now they should be able to really learn and do things a little more adultish, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, I would like to see. This may not happen, but I would like to see the show get a little bit less cartoony kid thing. It's a kid show! And I know, it's on Nickelodeon, but, you know, you can... The problem with the the Nickelodeon umbrella, so to speak, is that the show seemed to me like it was trying to appeal to less than 10 years old at the same time as they were trying to appeal at, at, uh, at uh, let's say, pre-teens or late teens, which is really more like it. I think they need to dump this 10-year-old stuff and, and stick with the later teens, early 20s type young adults and make the series that way and just, and just get rid of some of the obvious, really obvious stuff that, that are really meant for 10 year olds or below. Yeah. And if they get rid of that kind of stuff that we, you and I commented many times about the episodes, then I think it would be even better than season one. But overall, if they can at least maintain the quality of season one, yeah. then they'll be fine. They'll be fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. probably
2: going to look after itself.
1: Like it it was what did we give the overall season again? Did I give it a eight?
2: I think we I think we we're doing eight, yeah. I think, think we've done
1: right. an eight which is which is good. So um <laughs> I want them to keep doing their thing. Uh can't follow on from the past that we discussed, like the Jacoti yep. thing, the Voyager um, thing. One thing I gotta
2: say, let me tell you what you, th- you would think of this. So here we are, Prodigy season two, and at the very end they set it up. For a live action spinoff with Janeway and Chakotay in a new live action. Yeah, series. we did Boom. kind of discuss that briefly, and I don't see how they would do that because
1: <laughs> Kate Mulgrew will be working like a dog then. Uh,
2: well, no, it's I'd just love to see it, but, but it yeah. sets it up for some kind of you know. Again, it doesn't have to be an ongoing series. They could do a, a limited series of four shows or something like a long movie. You know, it, so, which yeah. would still be cool. You know, just to see them. That's that's kind of like what well, I would. I think I think they think so much that they have to make series and they have to do so many episodes. Yeah, I think they need to get out of that. If you could create even a four-episode thing that just that kind of makes it a very long movie, so to speak, and it's done well and it brings back some of our characters that we like, I think that'd be super. If you can't do a whole season of it, give us something. It'll still do well. I would like to see that. Um, what I think might happen, Gray. One of two
1: things. I think will if I if was to put money on the, the, the bookmakers with this one, I think you would get good odds on uh, 2024 either being a standalone uh, uh, Kate Mulgrew show she'll come back and do a live action show for for Wade like Picard done or you'll see the, adventure, the Adventures of the Enterprise F I think that'll be a 2024, later on to 2024 thing because it needs to fill the void of yeah. Uh, Star Trek, Picard season three, which we're only doing three seasons of, which yeah. is fine. Um,
2: but yeah. It would be cool to, to have like Strange New Worlds covering what went before and then having a show that has the Enterprise Zeph to show what happens after. Yes. You know, so yes. It would be, you know both of those are on at the same time, that'd be kind of interesting. Uh, well, they yeah. could
1: be on at the same time of filming. Uh,
2: well, I don't mean exactly the same time, but my point is that in the series of shows, to have shows like that would be kind of neat. It would be. It would yeah. be. Yeah, I mean, I've got plenty of material to work from. There's never going to be a short-term
1: yeah. Trek. That's the main thing. Um, right. Okay. Uh, the last uh, Star Trek show we're going to talk about, and it'll be more me than Gray because he's catching up. Is Star Trek Discovery season five, which will be shown later this year, which is good. Um, By the summer at the latest, and imagine what we'll have. A, uh, well, will be on. We'll have a date before then. So, I have to be careful here because I don't want to give major spoilers away to Grey because he's just starting Season 4 just now. Now, Grey at this stage has seen Starfleet reform to something of what it was like before. Right. Still not full strength. Um, the whole
2: thing with the burn and... Yeah, you know, and And the, it ends, at the end, in what caused
1: the burn? I'm still angry at that. Some kid having a temper tantrum. Yeah,
2: what? It was, I, mean, I I, mean, I mean, I kind of <laughs> like the the premise of how it could have happened. But not from a screaming kid. But, no, no, no. no. I'm saying What I'm saying is I like the idea of the vehicle of how it could have happened. But yeah. but, but the person that made it happen was kind of like... He's uh, annoying.
1: He huh? just went to date like, you know, a kid having a it's temper tantrum today, it, what do you do?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not even so much annoying as it was just kind of get your head scratching. I mean, okay, I accepted the explanation up to a point. And then all of a sudden, when it got to the point where the kid loses is, is not is uh whatever cool. this whole thing happens and i'm like wait a minute you're taking a real leap saying that this is what it was in, okay and this is how it probably happened to yeah. now it's a kid yeah uh, if
1: they come up with a different mechanism for that but the actual the actual burn itself was brilliant like yeah. knocking out every ship that had warp drive was brilliant yeah. and they were they were at they're on their knees basically at this stage the uh, the federation um and how they start getting back up to speed and the way they discover the they discover um they discover uh the federation starfleet HQ it's hidden because they're not the dominant guys earth is not mm-hmm. the center of the federation again it's the earth united earth alliance or something like that um starfleet's its own thing it's it powers itself via all the ships connected up like batteries powering the uh, cloak cuz i love to use cloak now because the Romulan Empire is not really a thing anymore, so Treaty of Algeron is gone. They're allowed to use anything goes, uh, cloak a lot of the time. Um, you got to see some cool futuristic ships, Gray. You got to see the Voyager yep. J, which has changed a bit, but still got some kind of re- resemblance in, in shape of the, the original, which is good. Um, some cool ships. A uh, I, I uh, 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 nod to uh, Ensign Nog. Um, who, who passed away? Uh, the actor played him, passed away. So it was nice to see that uh, Jesse Eisenberg or something. His name. It was the Eisenberg class, and it was a USS Nog. Brilliant little touch. Yeah. Um, I love book ship. Um, I've forgotten what that's called
2: again, but I, I love book. I like. Ship. I like how it changes shape all the time. That I is great. That's future.
1: Around. That is futuristic to- technology, <laughs> mate. It's just it adapts, and you could see that. It's it is and programmable matter. Ooh. It's it's pushable it's 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 pushing what's believable but you know like changing and morphing and then the cells thousand
2: years i mean well yeah i can accept some of that then the cells
1: that literally don't attach that i love that it just blows my mind i can't get my head around that how that play and it's supposed to make it more maneuverable i can't buy that part but i I do love that the programmable matter thing is very cool that's the most believable realistic thing You could see that being a thing in the future, but you do see because at, at the start when they're trying to use the new controls and stuff, they're like, whoa, what's this stuff coming up out of the controls? And and, and the pilot is just like, yeah, like, nah, I'm done. I, don't, I want my old t- tactile controls back. And they do change it back pretty quickly after because it's what they're used to
2: and budget reasons. Um so I like the direction you know, it the sounds like it's that's so funny about that and when you think about it it's almost oh. like today when we play video games we 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 remap our keys on our keyboard <laughs> and that's oh, yeah. exactly what they're doing they're remapping everything to the old interface so they can you know
1: that just make sure you save the profile or you reset it and you have to do it exactly. all again it's so, like, oh, man, um, <laughs> but I'd love that the discovery it's now this now, I, 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 I board to picking this one it's not a review because we're not doing that for discovery here but um mm-hmm. the Discovery refit is called the, the, the Enterprise. Enterprise in the brain is called the Discovery A. That pissed me off. Uh, refits should not have another letter added or an increment of letter. That is only for brand new ships. Always always in Star Trek is for brand new ships. Um, okay. So I wasn't happy with that one. The define it, when it came back again, I don't think it was the define A, so I may actually have made an exception to what I just said there. But for the most part, it's it's just a later. Oh,
2: so I don't like that. I guess. It, I guess it depends because the uss Defiant was actually a ship in TOS, originally. Yeah, that's true. It so was not, a, not It was so not a small. Is it?
0: Right. It wasn't the a small
2: little fighter. Like, if, like later. It's a, it was a Constitution okay. class. But was but that what, was also... that
1: in, was that not in the mirrorverse? It was the dark universe. It wasn't in. Um, um, I, I believe
2: so. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was um, in th-
1: the Tholian Tho- web episode. It wasn't. That's what yep. I've seen, Gracie. So. So, but
2: but then again, you could say you could say that all right. Well, the reason why that it named the new Defiant Defiant A is because it was a totally different class of ship. Mm. So you could get away with saying that if you but, if you were gonna if you're gonna make a new Constitution class Defiant, you would have had to have gone with Defiant A. True. But the the new Defiant was a totally different class of ship, completely. It was so it, it you, was a S-
1: Sao Paulo, wasn't it? And then it got special permission to change its name back to Define, which which maybe backs me up. If you get special permission from Top Brass at Starfleet to rename it to something it was before, I don't know if the registry was the same or not, but if there's special
2: circumstances they can do it, I guess. Uh, but that was my only point re- to pick. Uh, yeah. Up. Yeah. Registry number would have to be different, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I can exactly. live with that. But I still agree with you, Either either way, I still agree that because the Defiant was a class of ship, excuse me, the Discovery was a class of ship, and because they weren't making a whole new class, per se, or not a whole new class, but a new ship, yeah, I agree with you. It shouldn't have been A. It should have just stayed... Yeah, it's a refit, you know. Um, So,
1: like, uh, that was them picking up the bones and getting to grips where there was a couple other little nags, like the Ryan's I did not like the look at them. That shade of green that they had on fake in a plastic was, was horrible. Um, yeah. But I did like the fact that Vulcans weren't part of the Federation anymore. You know, it was Navarre and it went in different directions. These things can happen yeah. with alliances. Um, and the fact that you may have not seen this yet, Greg. I don't think it's a massive spoiler. They do rejoin at some point. Of
2: course they do. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they hinted to that in season three yeah, anyway. Yeah, so they, they do so You know the only thing that does irk me a little bit, but it's okay. I, I kinda like to pretend it's not there. I uh, first of all, I, I, I hated the whole thing that Berman Berman was uh, Spock's sister. That whole thing was ridiculous. No, they should have done it that. Ridiculous. There was no need right so unfortunately since it is in there and now it's canon yeah they made references to that in season three going like well you know this is spock's sister so she holds some weight and i'm like uh.
0: you
1: know it's just like man Look, i wish Spock never holds started some that and that that far in the future
2: mate that Spock says does, yes, yeah that's different but they sat there going like well you know the next best thing is she's alive she's Spock in the future he's,
1: he's not so i guess that's maybe where they're coming from it.
2: yeah i mean the, the way coming. they handled it the writing i'm not saying it was bad the, the way it was written was written well. It's just that I didn't like the premise and never have of this whole thing. Yeah, with being it's no so, need for it. Right. You could
0: That's,
1: have you could have said that she was raised by a Vulcan family because of what happened, sure. but not Spock's family. And, and why? And why? Totally
2: and why right? Why couldn't she have been raised by a Vulcan family that was extremely prominent? It didn't have to be Spock's family. It could have been. Whatever, it could have been cousins
1: so. or something. A push, you know, like yeah, you I knew mean, the look, Spock family, but
2: look logically, right? Logically. Uh, Spock's family wasn't the only prominent family on Vulcan. There were other ones. Of course ones. not. And so yeah, c- of course not. It would have been easily just said that she was raised by the such and such family, and they were, you know, hey, big hoity-toities on on Vulcan, <laughs> and that would have been fine. No, they had to make it a sister. Give me a break. You know, I know. This, is why I, ha- I this know. is why I hated season one and two so much. Well,
1: was, except for except for Pike, you did crap. say that season three was a lot better than the first two seasons. Well, oh, what, 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 what would you give the season out of ten overall?
2: seven um yeah i guess that goes respectful seven, sure.
1: considering season two would, is probably like a four yeah. or something
2: <laughs> well season one would be like a two and season two would probably be more like yeah four or five and the only reason it even got that high it's was the enterprise pike
1: was yeah but they they, right. they, they knew at the end of season one they messed up because the reactions so they're like we'll get pike and enterprise in for season two which they did at the end of season one and that brought it up a few notches and because they knew yeah. the mess and they tried to repair the cannon. And then season three yeah. is like, let, let's get them the hell out of the, this sand pip, uh, pit we put them in and let's do our own thing, which you should have done from the start. It could have been like a Voyager thing where yeah. it's going to chase the M- Maquis in the Badlands and straight away it's taking away the Delta Quadrant.
2: That should have been well, done I at the agree. start of Discovery season one. I agree totally with what you said and many other people have said, you're not the only one, is that they sh- if they had started from the get-go of season three with the concept of being that far in the future that it would have been fine yeah you know season one and two was just a big old stain on discovery if they started with three it would have been fine so i kind of like in my head i just kind of like one and two never existed (laughs) yeah of course not yeah yeah and Um, you just pick it up with three so so
1: this is the bit where what i'd like to see from season five now um, again, be careful what I say here. Uh, the general premise of season four, uh, now they've started to get things back together, is uh, at this stage, the Discovery is the only ship still with the spore drive, which we're not massive fans I yeah. think, Gray and I have said that before. Um,
2: it's the only well, ship me Let me, with... me, well, me step back a second. It's <laughs> not so much I don't like it. I don't like... I think, again, we, we're going to say this again. If the spore drive or something similar to the spore drive were introduced in season three as the start, then it would have made more sense. The only thing I still don't like is I just don't like the special effects of the sport drive. I'm sorry. It gets me crazy. Black alert. They just go Bing. No, black alert's cool. I like that. But once you finish the black alert, the ship goes. The like, should nah. have been, should have been. Do you
1: know what it should have done? It should have just went gray alert. Great gamer 25 alert. <laughs> Woop <whoop. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> it just trailer. disappears.
2: Oh, but, oh, actually, you know it's funny now that you mention that. The uh the trill the, mm-hmm. the kid the trill the yeah, human yeah, trill, I remember. um what's his what was one what was the persona before, what was the the persona before uh the character forgot her name now, that's playing the, the human that's playing the trill the the character that she talks to and sees oh it's her lover I think from right. do, you what kid, I... do you know the kid do you know the kid's name is do you know what his name oh pass no I I,
1: I there were that was that whole angle was dull. And and I'm, I'm I'm being very careful when I say that because it's the whole gender identity It just doesn't interest me. No, no, that's okay. But I have the no point problem is
2: the with name, it. But... The name is the name is the name, and you know what the name is.
0: Oh yes, it was ice gray. Yeah,
2: <laughs> the name was gray. Gray. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking at this, They're going, like, gray? gray, gray. Is Are there you something you want gray? to is there so,
1: is there something you want to tell us, gray?
2: <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I'm listening to this, and I'm going like, am I hearing this right? Yeah, gray's going, going like, nuts. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that's so funny. I'm, yeah, yeah. So uh,
1: just being conscious of the time because we keep, have to keep our uh, recordings under an hour and a half. We've got 15 or so to go. So the general premise being... Next week. What? <laughs> this
2: is it part two next week?
1: <laughs> no, we, we'll just skip over the shows no, that know. haven't come out yet. That could be a separate special, actually, no seriousness. Yeah. Um, no, what we'd like to see, uh, or I'll, I'll comment this, season five is because they were getting their shit together in season four... Um, you you know, I want to see more of Dadmiral. uh, the mm. guy that's the only one of the few admirals you see at this stage here, the kind of older guy. We call him Dadmiral Dad now. Yeah. He's he's cool. And I think Gray, you can add to this as well. He's a he's a
2: cool yeah. admiral. I like him. Yeah, I like him. And I, in fact, I actually, like his number one too.
1: Oh yeah, um, yeah. I, true. I like I like her. She's
2: a good kid. Not in tennis.
1: Nobody beats in tennis for number one. Yeah, um yeah, well. so yeah, we want to see more I want to see more of Dadmiral. The the, the the overall arc of season four is the big bad. I'm not gonna say the big bad are because I don't want to ruin it for Grey, but it's an overall it's not episodic, although they have individual stories within it, but they've got an overall serial arc and it's the big bad that's causing this this temporal... No, not temporal. It's this some kind of phenomenon in space that's kind of ruining planets and whatnot. I'll leave it at that part. And they tried to find this big bad, but essentially, Gray, what blew my mind was... And I've never done this in Star Trek for Maybe Star Trek V uh, was... Mm-hmm. You can't always communicate with every single species you have, even with people that know other languages, naturally, that like Auras or with Universal yeah. Translator. Some species are so far above you even at Star Trek level that it's like us trying to talk to an ant I'll leave it at that right. And so you use that premise in your head of what the big bad is They can't mm-hmm. communicate it with it at the start, it's so massive Did they destroy it, Did they talk to it, blah 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 this is the whole thing here uh, Discovery's only ship with uh, the the spore drive still so this the big bad is out of the source system, past the, 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 the barrier, whatever they call that again which has been a Star Trek more than once. They have to get through that because right. it normally vaporizes ships. So they have to try and get through this somehow, speak to the big bad. Uh, I, I loved, I did like this. I did like this angle because they've not done this too much in Star Trek. Um, they, they end it with, uh, I think at some point in season four, I don't know if it's at the start or the end of season three, Burnham is a captain now. Grey's not, uh, oh, it, not, it yeah. yeah. not a massive fan of that I am uh, she should have just been captain from the start but I think their angle was they want to make the main character not the captain for once which is fine, but stick with that all the way through but they didn't they, they realised, ah oh, Burnham should have been a captain from the start yeah she mistake. should have right. <laughs> but right. they didn't do it like that so I think she plays a good captain she's not perfect, she's a bit more emotional and reckless but we've seen that before I want to yeah. see their continuing adventures um one thing that will happen gray that will piss you off <laughs> uh. is um i think more ship and and it's okay I'm, I'm okay with this and i'll tell you why more ships in season five will have the spore drive and that's because they've tried to find a way of doing it without hurting the pilot without using scented beans all that kind of stuff and i think they've cracked that now in the future, at that level, I'm okay with that. But again, because yeah. it didn't happen in the future, it happened before TOS. That's what pisses yeah. us off. In the future, yeah. it's fine. You expect them to bring all these advancements forward. These ships can choose which form of transport to use. You know, normal propulsion, warp drive, transwarp, warp warp, warp drive. It doesn't matter drive. what the spore, anything goes. In fact, book ship can cherry-pick them all. It can do all of them. Um, and that's plausible in the future uh the fixed yeah. canon they, fa- they fixed it because they broke it um just and they haven't broken it since i don't believe grace so stick to that um okay. i don't want to say anything too massive. i just want them to continue improving from season three upwards like they've done we want to see the next angle well, i want to see the next bad basically because it's like a normal star trek season now mm-hmm. um I appreciate you well, can't no, comment too much, Gray. If you give us a couple of minutes, a few minutes, what you'd maybe want to see, since you
2: haven't seen season
1: four, but you know a general premise.
2: I mean, I'm not going to say too much, only because I still want to get through four. But what I would do, what I would do, or I'll pose the question to you, and then maybe I'll answer it myself another time. Um, once season five is over, mm-hmm. would you rather Discovery go off into the into the into the night, and that's the end of it, or do you think you'd want to see more? If they keep doing what
1: they've been doing season three onwards, uh, where it's own little separate universe thing, it can keep going. And I say that because a lot of Star Trek shows go seven seasons. Um, As long as they keep up the quality of season three or four, I don't mind it continuing on
2: if they do it in season five. Same quality again, mate. That's a big effort. If that's that's the case, then Star Trek Discovery season six, I want to see the return of Khan. Okay, I know it won't happen, but that would be interesting. What? <laughs> he somehow dead, man. he survives. Yeah, somehow he survives. Then and he, he came back, back in the bloody that. Kelvin universe. i not enough for you, man? Jesus, Con, Con Junior, oh, forget the Kelvin. We don't even care about that. I know, that's, I know, that's, but that's, it is a, it's canon, mate. Whether you like it or not. I don't care. It doesn't exist to me. It's like goodbye. You know, see these old, old boys. Band that they don't like change. They just they hate it. No, I'm <sighs>
0: only yes, but.
2: but but still, I, I I'll hold back and let me see what I'm yeah. almost. I don't I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm almost kind of thinking that I, I would rather Star Trek Discovery go off into the sunset with a really you know bang up season five. Yeah, true. And then just and and then just concentrate on the newer shows and then well, concentrate on,
1: on 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 new shows. Great. See if they do that though. I'm not. I can accept that if it's a good season, right? because that's right. five seasons, three of them good, two of them not so good. I can live with that if they bring... It, it makes room for two more shows because Bacard's finishing, and that sure. would then be your Janeway show, and then that would then be your Enterprise F show, potentially. Right, uh, right.
2: Brilliant. Or maybe finally the Section 31 that they've been yakking about for yeah. so, the Academy. Uh, our aim I don't is... That, you know, is so mm-hmm. per, well, I don't know how we are on time, but just to briefly touch... Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a Section 31 only because it's different going with a Black Ops and what, because everybody has Black Ops even in the world today. Um, so, what would that be like? Cool. Starfleet Academy, though, I've never been interested nope. in that premise and I still am not. That'll be too
1: social, teeny poppy, Yeah. like Deep Space yeah. Nine because there isn't a ship really per
2: se gonna be star trek the hunger games or something <laughs> not fun.
1: it'll be it'll be too much like a, a a soap opera you know like the the soaps yeah. that they have in the uk and in the yeah. states where it's just way overinflated of what yeah. happens in real life now nah. or uh, even
2: worse it'd be like a reality show no, like, we, we like very briefly like
1: Section Thirty One in the Starfleet uh, Academy show. Starfleet Academy, I don't want to see. it. I don't think it will ever happen. Section Thirty One, I do think will happen, and it's not been taken off the 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 idea uh, table yet. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. uh well, you see, you'll see this in season four. What happens with her? Well, She's in season three, no, isn't have, she? Uh,
2: no, Yoga disappears in season three. Oh, so with, you've seen with that garden. with the,
1: the the Garden of Tomorrow you yeah. get forever guardian sorry forever. that was brilliant great did you not that was mm, they yeah, done that perfect was you
2: know? i wasn't really expecting it until it just kind of exactly
1: better, I mean. and then the voice comes um, on i am the guardian forever and i was like here's a standing on my neck i was like yes boy i've
2: done that way, because done that i just work. i love that character so much and i love the guy that did the voice i did a yeah. little research on this yep. um, the, the, the guy who did the voice and also played Four, uh, I think four or five other voices in the original series, not mm-hmm. just the Guardian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he passed away in 1990. Oh, so okay. the, the, Now, the voice the that they used that, in the Star Trek that. was his... No, no. It was his voice. Okay. But they just took, they took archival recordings of him uh you know from from sitting on the edge of okay. forever and then just put put him into the episode so it really was his voice they done well with you that know. they they done really yeah. well with that um, and i'm glad they did it because i as w- much as i like this char- this character of carl which was kind of which was kind of cool mm-hmm. uh i yeah, really he's, he's glad him. he's least... going to have a name he's got to have a cool name he's Carl. right <laughs> but i but i'm glad they at least threw in even if it was only for a second, you see the Guardian, you get that voice. I oh, am the Guardian. Yeah, yeah. That was, was, that was cool. So I was just like, yeah. And,
1: and how the door wasn't really the portal, or the portal was the door, but you didn't see it because he's hidden, he's far away.
0: Right.
2: Well, that's. The other thing that was, that was uh, interesting when I did some research is in, the, in this TV series, we've only heard of the Guardian ever three times. Originally in Sitting on the Edge of Forever, uh, he was in the re- animated series on an episode. And he, and he ended up in Discovery. But when you look at the history on, and do some research online, when you, if you were to count the novels in, oh my God, The Guardian of Forever pops up about six or seven or eight more times. This is why I don't like the in, books. In, yeah, I know. And I, I, was, I felt that way too because as I'm reading all these different times where he was popping up, I'm going like, this is too much, man. I mean. Yeah. Don't overuse things, the, people. But it's not main no. canon, so It's fine, Gray. Um right, So I don't even care. So I just like the way that they did it. Fine. And it was a good reason because it was so far in the future. It made sense to that the guardian is off doing his thing and doesn't want anybody to find him, which is fine. Yeah. So yeah. all that was very, very well written. I really enjoyed that. It was yeah. went really well. Loved it. Explained it. Got an next guy, a thing that you know and love from the original series in there in the proper right way. Yeah. And so it all just it all made sense. You can't well, overdo something like well, the guardian. You just can't well, with that
1: Michelle Yo uh our character goes back to the present so that's mm. why section 31 can happen and i really hope it did because i like the clandestine yeah. take on it i did like uh well i wasn't a massive fan of i can't remember what the bad guy was in season two of discovery central i think maybe when it was the ai taking over um i liked the ships they were using they weren't allowed to use cloaks still but they went for Think of the American bombers that they use. The can't remember what they're called the ones that are they're basically they're kind of they're not cloaked, but radar can't pick them up. Things like that. They're very no. dark colors or like just black, and they don't stand out yeah, very stealth. well. Yeah, stealth no. and kind of thin. I like that. So and I want to see the inner workings of how they uh, can go about things. That would be brilliant if they'd done it so well, and I hope they do because Michelle is a popular lady she's popping up in a lot of things uh, including in blood origins grey so um so yeah um we want to see section 31 uh that won't happen anytime soon though I don't think um i just had to yeah, be put yeah. on the block for a while starfleet Academy, hopefully never and but yeah uh that's where we're at at the moment with that we all have to wrap up grey unfortunately um but it's been fun uh talking about yeah. this uh, we're, we'll, we will do, we'll come back next week and do another uh, special we haven't decided which yet, I've got an idea that might, might very well be our favourite series on why, just a hint uh, but we won't do that one for a while, but we'll see um, but yes I uh, oh, oh, thought Grey was going to add a little cheeky comment there for me to talk about something um, <laughs> but yeah, listen, uh, thank you as always for tuning in uh, a little call out to ARMS as usual is um, that if you can give this a cheeky like uh, and a comment below subscription a little cheeky sub I I to be honest you know, like the likes and The comments are, are really important to me because we want to see what you want for ideas for the future um, And you can check out our reviews from beforehand as well uh, The seasons we've done we're on all the podcasting and platforms as well that you listen to Gray's GGR Grey's green room is about entertainment in general uh, we tend to not do much Star Trekness this because we do it here but we're all touching it from time to time um, he's there uh, on YouTube and the podcasting platforms too um, uh, GGR at Twitter and the Trekway on Twitter as well and last but not least ExtremePCUK. ExtremePCUK.co.uk that's always a tongue twister that's what we do our yeah. gaming pod as well guys um, for now I don't know if his website's still up But um, we have a Discord for it as well. And you come along to that. We have a nice little entertainment room where we just talk nonsense about entertainment. But yeah, that is going to be us until next week. Um, Thank you for tuning in. And as usual, do your thing, Gray.
0: Long and prosper. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.